and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiax.com, and thank you for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Enthusiax, or our YouTube channel, Simply Enthusiax, where all our video content resides. I am your host, Jeff, or Baron Fang, and I am joined today by Tony. How are you, Tony? Hello. By Vernon. Hello. Also by Goose. Hello. Uh, Jennifer. Hello. And welcoming back after a uh, fairly long uh, absence on uh, Point Streak, Brian. How are you, Brian? What up? And uh, let's get to what everybody has been playing recently. How about you, Tony? Uh, more of the same. Just uh, my dailies in Halo 5. Um, although I did just actually beat the campaign on Legendary Solo, so that was... Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was a treat. Oh, look at you! <laughs> <laughs> so that and... Uh, uh, the free game on PS uh, Plus this month was the Resident Evil remake, so I'm playing a little bit of that as oh, well. Oh, right, right. So that's one you already owned on previous formats, though, right? Uh, yeah, actually, it was uh, as a prelude to what we're going to talk about. Uh, I actually went out and bought a uh, GameCube oh. just to play those remakes, that's just to find right. out years later I have to own it for free. So um... <laughs> That's right, I forgot about that. Uh, how about you, Vernon? I'm not going to say that I haven't been playing anything, so I'm just going to say I've been playing Pokemon on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that's true. So, um, How about you, Goose? What's been occupying you on the gaming front? Actually, I've been shifting my time between Fallout 4 and Dragon Age Origins. Wow. Uh, there's some opposite extremes there. Uh, how about you, Jennifer? <laughs> I've been playing uh, Rising World which is really good. It's still in early access on Steam. A lot like Minecraft. A couple differences. One, the, I think the biggest one is visually. The graphics are actually like realistic mm-hmm. instead of blocky. Yeah. Um, so I recommend giving that a look. I like that. And The Forest, too, which is also on Steam in early access. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so much fun. I would love The Forest. Excellent. Right. should be playing the Resident Evil remake since it's free. I'm, you know, just you saying. Know, I, well, I got it. I downloaded it. And honestly, I just I can't get into it. The controls kill me. Yeah, it hasn't aged well. Yeah. yeah well, the, the, control, the controls haven't aged well. I think other aspects of the game have. Yeah. But, yeah. It's um, definitely an interesting story. And one, like, I, I first picked it up in Resident Evil 4. And the controls are exactly what's kept me from playing the earlier ones. But the story is interesting. Yeah. It makes yeah. me want to play them. Yeah. Uh, how about you, uh, Brian? What have you been uh, playing? Well, I just got uh, Gears of War 4 and mm. uh, Mankind Divided for my birthday, so I've been playing those. Nice. Oh, excellent, excellent. Um, I uh, have beat Transistor, and I'm on a second playthrough, uh, a Chivo playthrough. Let's uh, just call it what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of Warframe on the side. Uh, well, let's get to uh, our topic and... Uh, this uh, this sort of happened organically. There was some news this week, and it was something that we talked about a few months ago. Uh, what was it? Uh, three months ago, Vernon, we originally talked about? Uh... I believe so. Yeah, so uh, timely that we're coming back to it uh, um, not, not too far in the distant future where we can actually look at some of the predictions uh, and our reactions to them. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, all things Nintendo Switch. Uh, Switch, the little console formerly known as NX, uh, was revealed uh, on thir- on Wednesday or Thursday this week. I can't remember which day Wednesday. it was. I think Wednesday. This past week. Yeah, this past week. <laughs> Not that we want to date ourselves here. I believe it was here. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and basically, I, I don't know if it was the same for all you guys, but my uh, what I saw first, and apart from a few articles, it's mainly what I've absorbed, is the uh, little three-minute uh, preview video that they launched uh, of the Switch so uh, I know that, uh, Vernon, when you and I and Goose, I think, recorded uh, months ago, it was uh, we went into quite a lot of specifics, but I thought we could get a, a larger cast together and just talk about our, our reactions. And I've been reading quite a bit about other people's reactions, and I, I think within the group we might have some variants here. But uh, uh, just to sort of start things off, uh, I just go down the list here. Tony, uh what were your first impressions? Uh, I mean, I I know that you probably weren't. Um, I know that you probably weren't super psyched, uh, given that it. You know, I think the last Nintendo console you bought was the 
GameCube, right? Like, <laughs> that, right. that'd be right. So you you weren't exactly hanging on every word for this, but uh, I mean, you undoubtedly saw the you know the news like uh, everybody else. What was uh, what was your impression of the video and what you've learned so far of the Switch? Well, so I'd say it's definitely uh, kind of you know there's been months like you you guys were saying of rumors of what this thing was, kind of like a, a handheld tablet that could go back and forth. So it's pretty much just confirmed everything that we've kind of been hearing for the most part. So I wasn't too shocked on that end. Mm. I just thought, honestly, what blew me away was that it's actually good marketing from Nintendo. Mm. To actually market <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. I don't know how many topic points you have, but um, you know, I don't want to go off too much on the tangent here and actually give everybody else time to speak on it. But uh, no, I mean, personally, I'm actually really interested in this now. Um, like I said, with the GameCube, that was the only actual uh, console I've ever well, home console I've ever owned from them, mm. and I bought that two or three years ago. I've always had this preconceived notion for whatever reason that Nintendo hand, like game or home console systems are something that I'd always go over to a friend's house to play. It's always been like a a community kind of thing. Someone not, else's problem? Well, no, I wouldn't say that. Just something like I never played it because I didn't. I never thought, you know, I'd, I'd own a console like that just to sit down and play by myself single-player games. Mm, I yeah. thought that they were, they were best known for you know, their multiplayer experiences, you know, sitting on the couch with people. So I never owned one, but I am actually quite interested in this system since I have owned almost all of their handhelds. And I think this would actually be a good way for me to, to get into it. But yeah, I'd just wrap it up by saying I'm actually very, I wouldn't say impressed, but I'm very intrigued by it. And I think that they're, they're heading in the right direction with this. My only concern is the, the staying power of the system. Yeah. Yeah. Vernon, you had a list of uh, concerns and caveats uh, that would have potentially kept us on the podcast for a, <laughs> a lot longer than what we recorded for last time we talked NX. Uh, but y- you know, I, I, I think I think I could have expected after watching that video that at least some of your fears would have been assuaged. Uh, what was your uh, reaction uh, to, to the announcements and to the video? Um, I'm embarrassed to say this because uh it's been a long time since you know we've we've actually all gotten together as a group and started creating content and things like that and for the longest time i've been just lambasting nintendo for the wii u for just not linking it with the with the with the ds or the 3ds or even the equally terrible 2ds i know you guys (laughs) like it more than i do but um yeah, I uh, <laughs> I'm looking at this and I'm just like, well, it's it seems like something that is marketed toward us, you know, not just kids, not just gamers, but but us, and I, I really do appreciate that. And just you know, they 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 really went in depth it with it uh, in what they showed, and just the you know the third party support, the the travel capability, headphone jack, which I know a lot of iPhone users are happy about. Um, <laughs> built-in kickstand some car accessory uh you know those tiny controllers look like they might be a little uncomfortable but they also have a pro controller for it for it uh, excuse me and then you know the it, it just it seemed less gimmicky and everything they showed seemed practical and in, and in keeping with what they were trying to show us so yeah. I, I like it uh goose um i i I, if I had have guessed beforehand, I would have thought you, you know you're probably someone who didn't have strong feelings one way or the other. What was uh, what was your takeaway? I got to jump in right where Vernon left off. The best reveal out of this is that they're finally getting away from that motion control gimmick they've been into for so long. Because hmm. everything they showed here, nothing was a person swinging a remote at his television. It all just looked <laughs> like an actual console. Yeah. The, the portability is also very interesting. A lot of people that I have been talking to just off the few seconds of footage they showed from the Skyrim remaster, we're talking about being able to take games of that quality on a handheld has definitely got their interest peaked. And at the moment, my only real takeaway from it that really brought it down is that there was very little information as sad from the release date. Yeah, it, you can tell that they're gonna they're gonna string this out and uh, <laughs> drip. I, I bet you they're gonna be drip feeding more, you know, solid details for a while to keep uh, people interested. Um, but yeah, I, let's I just kinda... hope it's not a bait and switch. switch. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like 
Wow. Ronan was waiting for that one. He's got that. I really was. He's I got had that written, written down. down. I guarantee you. He's got that written down and underlined. And next to it, it says, nice one, Vernon. Like, he's, he's literally. All those things may or may not be true. <laughs> Uh, well, Jen, um, you, you've been a Nintendo handheld owner and uh, go back far enough, a, uh, a home console, uh, someone who's experienced the home consoles, um, as somebody who, what, I, I think I would have put you in this skeptical basket before. Yeah. Uh, what's your, what, what was your reaction? I'm more intrigued than I was, for sure. I actually feel like I may end up buying it. And, you know, before I was 100%, there's no way I want it. Um, it's funny you mentioned that I have the portable Nintendo, my 2DS. I I really like the shape of it. I think it's a lot more comfortable to hold than like a 3DS. So I don't I don't regret choosing the 2DS over the 3DS. But I'm just not really a portable gamer. So I only have a few games for it. It's been collecting dust for like years. Hmm. Um, and because of that, that was actually a big reason why I really didn't care about this NX and its portability factor. But yeah. seeing it, you know, on a TV with a pro controller, seeing Skyrim, I'm a lot more intrigued than I was. And it's like Vernon said, it's it, it's piquing my interest as an adult gamer because it's not just, oh, look at, you know, the whole family, grandma and little five-year-old Timmy can swing the remotes around. And it's just, it's it's so gimmicky and so focused at kids before so yeah, like as a gamer now, I'm like, oh okay, I'll I'll sit up and I'll listen now. Yeah. Um, how about you, Brian? You you're probably I would uh, I would count you among one of the more open-minded uh, gamers that I that I know personally. <laughs> I no, I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to give you a backhanded comment. You you know you you're not you're not somebody who who you know heaps crap on stuff and doesn't give it a chance. Dude, I was not making a point of comparison there. In all honesty, uh, I'm just I'm just using Brian as an example of somebody who would probably have been, I assume, open to 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 you know to see what they were gonna say. And uh, yeah, just sorry, getting away yeah. from all that. What was your reaction, Brian? <laughs> well, I. Well, let me start off by saying, like, you know, I, again, like I, I was, you know, interested in what they were going to bring out. Um, and my uh, like, you know, I don't know what what you all heard, you know, as far as like the rumors and everything that were cropping up. There was that fake uh, photo leak of a of a controller that looked like it was going to be part screen, you know, but oh, yeah, the, yeah, the one that was like touch screen and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, and like like that, that, that disappointed me. Um, but it was, but it was a relief to find out that was fake. Um, yeah. and then I heard, you know, that it was going to be a cross between a console and, uh, and a handheld. And I was like, okay, that sounds interesting. How's that going to work? Mm. Now, when I saw the reveals for the PS4 and the Xbox one, my reaction was, all right, that's cool. You know, that, that, that looks pretty. Okay. Those, those, those are some neat things you, you want to do with it, but it's nothing we haven't seen before. Whereas I saw the trailer for the Switch, I saw him pull it out and then just like take it on the road, and my reaction was, "Ooh, <laughs> like this is interesting. Like th- this is, and this isn't a gimmick. I look at this as something I can use. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So because I love the fact that you know Xbox One and PS4 have like their remote play functions, and I like that the Wii U had that, but they were all very limited, either by you know what distance you could have or um. You know, the PS4 and Xbox One, like, the the connection can be very shaky. Mm. This is, you take the console with you. Yeah. So if I decide, you know, I don't really want to hang out, like, by myself and play my game, I want to sit on the couch with my wife and watch something while I play this, like, that's a lot easier to do than before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, no, I mean, this is really intriguing. I'm, I'd say I'm very, I'm, I'm optimistic about it. You know, there's always, you know, something the console could do to bum me out. I'm wondering if there's, you know, what the backwards compatibility is going to be like. Oh, they, that's actually something in my notes. Um, they did confirm that there's no backwards compatibility with Wii, Wii U, or 3DS. Yeah. Not even with, um, but di- what about with- digital though? That's what I'm wondering, you know? That's actually something else I had on my notes. Oh, um, they, okay. didn't mention, they didn't mention anything about uh, about like the digital store and connecting your account to it. So that's always a possibility. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Th- that's definitely something I want to come back to because for me that is uh, without spoiling things. That's probably probably one of my biggest uh, um, you know I I want to wait and see sort of things. But um, sorry, Brian, go on. So, yeah, it's 
it's um I mean it, it would be nice to like finally take the Wii U and like you know sell that so you know I have here, I thought you were gonna I, say throw for a minute there when there was a pause no, no, no. <laughs> well like well I, I'm like you know sell it like like sell it and you know just make some space for the switch but it sounds like that's not gonna happen hmm. uh, either way I mean this is definitely something like I said this is something I could use this is this is not a gimmick. You know the touch, the 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 Wii, the 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 motion controls yeah. were a gimmick. The touch screen was a gimmick, and they were gimmicks that game developers just could not find a use for. Yeah. Now it's just like this is not this is not so much a gimmick as it is a tool. Yeah. Um. You know, developers can look. Okay. So for one, so we have to like downgrade the graphics under a certain mode, and we can handle that. Like that's mm. a lot easier than forcing in you know touch controls and or touch and motion controls. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty optimistic about this one, but you know you yeah. never know. You know the, the these companies always find some way to screw this stuff up. <laughs> yeah, N- Nintendo has uh, got a, a long history of uh, managing to mangle at least certain aspects. Uh, for myself, um, I, I need to, to to echo what Goose said about the marketing side. I I, th- I think this was pretty much pitch perfect that video i mean any anything is ripe for parody and i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if if it would will be at some point but uh you know further to what jen said it was very it's very clear who the primary aim of that video was uh i i think somewhere somebody said did you count how many kids did you count in that video you know like it's <laughs> it's it's pretty clear it's pretty clear that they're not at least not yet heavily aiming uh, towards um that market and that's going to assuage a lot of people's fears i i i i saw an article that was titled uh with the switch nintendo isn't marketing gamers they're marketing millennials who play games Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i just thought that was a really weird assessment because it's like maybe i'm i I can't tell what i am (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know if i'm actually a millennial or like late gen x or if there's like that small window that's the gen y i can't really tell but i'm i i I, i'm i'm a gamer on the go you know well i mean if 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 you're a gamer on the go then i guess i guess the ad speaks to you regardless of what (laughs) what their label is yeah it absolutely spoke to me yeah we have stuff to do yeah yeah i I mean i i want to play but damn there's a rooftop party right over there and i i I, I gotta get going but i could get like a couple rounds of whatever i'm playing in on the on the walk over so um so yeah i was impressed i was impressed with the quality of the marketing i mean this you know this is a company that i still hear here's an apple shaped like a tv years later and i i can't help but thinking you know what the hell are they doing so they got that part of it right i was intrigued to see a lot of this stuff remember uh, vernie you remember the uh black and white sort of almost patent diagram that that that, that was leaked in the whole Eurogamer thing months ago that that, that you know was confirmed to be sort of the what it's going to look like with the two controllers next to the screen and all that. I don't know about you, but when I looked at that, I was like, ugh, that looks terrible. But now that I've actually seen it being clicked into place and the thing slid off and everything, it's actually pretty easy to understand the concept. And to get that across with so little time was uh, pretty well done. Um, I also have to say it's it's kind of nice in an era where the line between consoles and pcs is blurring constantly and you know a lot of people are rightly say that a lot of these consoles are just really crappy pcs that aren't as good as pcs themselves this is sort of an answer to the question of well what are consoles good for this is what they're good for you know this is not a traditional console but my goodness this there's nothing about this pc like in the slightest and that's a great thing i think for nintendo's point of view because they're as far away from pc as you can get and yet they've made a very strong case with this video and what they've released for why somebody would want this even in an age where everybody's obsessed with their mobile phones i don't have any trouble picturing people actually um actually grabbing onto this and and uh supporting it um you know provided the software's there but we'll get into that yeah, I think I think I think you're spot on there. Like like in terms of like the PC parity, you know, like Sony and Microsoft keep keep trying to say, look, we can we're catching up with PCs. We can do what PCs do. Whereas Nintendo just said, uh, here's this thing the PC can't do. Yeah, yeah, you you could never you could never do this with a P, with a PC. Uh, I, like really none of it that I that I can think of. And that, that's... I mean, you could you could make the argument that like you know you know maybe a laptop 
top could, but I mean that's much more bulky than the, than what they're offering. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I thought I thought I'd also ask about everybody's impressions uh, surrounding the controls or controllers because that was one of the things that I, I didn't hear a lot of negatives about. But one of the areas that I heard the most skepticism about before and after was how exactly is this control thing going to work? I mean, Tony, you've you've owned a number of systems, you've held controllers of any. You know, of a number of different types. Obviously, you're very fond of the uh, 360 and Xbox One controller. Um, you've tried, you've you've actually used the GameCube one as well, which uh, you could argue there's a sort of progression between what the GameCube one was like and the Pro controller for the Wii U Wii, which I assume you and Brian and Vernon are both uh, familiar with. But uh, can you see yourself? Uh, I mean, if you own this thing. What what do you think what do you think your impressions of the controller would be or where would you lean? Well, I mean it's it's definitely weird. It's definitely with these things. It's like you know you have to kind of have it in your hand first to really know how it is. But I, I know yeah. what you mean as far as impressions. Well, one thing I can say is the shot of the guy when he's getting on the plane and he you know he's putting it up and he's he has the two handhelds, but he's like holding them as if you know like they're not connected. Like he can just freely move his arms around and still play like that. I don't know. If I'd be okay with that. Again, I'd have to actually hold it and see how that works. But I, I, I'm so – I guess it's just a – I don't know what you call it, but not necessarily a trope or whatever. But, I mean, it's a controller is a, a unified thing that you hold on to, yeah. not two singular pieces that you're – you know, like two joysticks that you're kind of holding. So I, that seems weird. And I'm – but maybe it could work. I don't know. Then they seem kind of tiny. I, again, it's – it's going to have to, you know, come down to actually holding the thing. But I guess my other concern or question is, is, you know, they show it at first is those two, what do they call them? Joy-Cons? Is that what they're referring to them? Yeah, yeah Joy-Cons. Yeah. <laughs> so those slide into, you know, either they slide onto the other side of the of the tablet itself or there was that, like... Grip thing in the middle. <laughs> right. So I think my impressions would be that I'd always have that thing with me and I'd use that because I can't see myself holding two separate things that aren't joined. It just seems too weird, but I don't, maybe it's just because it's something new and I haven't tried it. I wouldn't know. Yeah. I would I think that there, there were a lot of different options you could, you could see or that they were showing off with that, yeah. you know, like you could have, you know, put it on there and held the two joy cons separately, or you could have just held the, held the screen with the controls on either side. Like yeah. a PSP sort of look. Yeah. yeah, with it on the sides. I mean, they made it very clear. There's a lot of different ways to do it. Vernon, a question for you as a uh, a Wii U owner. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, some of the things I've I've heard about the you know the screen with the two things on either side. I keep hearing, well, that's that's going to get tiring. I mean, how do you feel about that? I mean, you've used you've obviously used the Wii U controller many times. Do you, do you see that being a problem, or does it just depend on how the thing feels and how much it weighs, and we, we won't know until we know? I, I think the main problem was for me with the screen was that it like you couldn't take it on the go. Is that that was like one of the things that you know they they basically touted, and actually this was the this is the the, the screen for the Wii U is the precursor to this yeah. um, because they said they said you know yeah you know you can play it on the TV or if someone's wa- wants to watch TV you can transfer it to the to you know the the screen and everything like that so somebody could be watching tv while you're playing on the on the little tablet thing but the tablet um it really didn't have much else to go along with it it was comfortable enough and i I played a couple of games on it i I used it for just that when my wife wanted to watch netflix i'd i'd you know use that controller to, to play you know yoshi's woolly world or something but that was it like there was nothing else to it and that kind of just it got old after a while. Yeah. Well, Goose, uh, you were you've been using a, a DualShock controller of one sort or another for so long. Uh, it must seem to someone of my advanced age like you were born with it in your hand. But uh, I mean, you, and I'm just wondering, looking looking at these different options, the tiny ones, the Pro controllers, etc. Do, do you see an option there that seems comfortable to you, or? Uh, I, I like the fact that they have a lot of different options. I, I just wonder, uh, is there going to be one that's going to, is there going to be one that's, that's going to be the default for the, you know, the hardcore gamers such as yourself? What I think I like the best about it is like you were saying during the whole preview, they showed us a lot of different options, including in one shot, just a, what looked like a pro controller, but without the Wii mote in it. Yeah. 
And what I think I like best about the control setup for this thing is it's honest-to-God innovation, and that's something we haven't seen from Nintendo in a very long time. Mm. This is something that hasn't been done a hundred times. It's not just a PlayStation move. It's not just a going way back to the old, I want to say... I want to say the Atari 3600, but I could have the number wrong. <laughs> that had that had that. If you remember, they had that little weird like crystal ball you used to control the games with. Yeah, it's yeah. this is this is honestly something I've never seen before. And I'm I'm definitely with Tony in that when they show him holding the two little remotes separately, that's something I don't think I could get into. But I'm sure there are people who would. Yeah. And I like the fact that they have enough options so that everybody can pick their favorite. Yeah. Uh, a question for everybody. Am I right? At one point, was somebody playing the system in, like, portable mode with the stand, and they were s- had a pro controller pointed at it? I swear yeah, I saw someone was, doing yeah. that. Like, when they were doing, like, the pro gamer segment, um, yeah. you know, they had it. They had their screens all standing up and everything, but they all had pro controllers. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is was about that, but that was, like, the highlight for me of the whole thing. I was like, oh, like, I could actually see myself doing that. And, yes, I realized yes. the practicalities of being able to carry around that and controller, et cetera, suddenly, like, you're investing in a man bag. But that's another, <laughs> that's another topic for another podcast. But just, just the fact that that was an option. I just was like, yeah. damn, like, <laughs> this really no is... No man uh... bag, just a backpack. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, but, I, so that's weird, though, because I, I just want to echo the whole thing as far as having options. I know we keep going back to it, but, like, yeah. me personally, like, if, you know, I'll, like I said, I probably will get this thing, but, and I probably will own a pro controller to play at home, but I think I'm really going to be using this thing on the go, and I don't think I'm going to carry around the, the pro controller, like you said. Yeah. Hopefully the, the little grip with the two Joy-Cons um, you know, is good enough, and I'll carry that around. But yeah. for people that want to do that, I, you have that option. I, so I, I, that's cool. I, I, you're right. I just love that that's an option. Like the fact that they've like that they really are just throwing everything out there as a as a possibility. You know, like uh, not to put words in your mouth, Vernon, but one of the things that it seemed like frustrated you the most about it is there was so much potential and so many options and things that they could have did with it and just didn't. You know, and then it seems, no, it seems like words in my mouth at all. Actually, yeah. those words did come out of my mouth. Um, so <laughs> that's yeah, that, that's that's one thing that really just kind of annoyed the hell out of me was just there's so there's so much that they could have done with it, connecting it to the 3DS in terms yeah. of cross-play compatibility, um, you know, making sure that uh, it's not simply just a at home thing, you know, being able to, to take it where you want it to go um, and just I don't know, just like having games on it. Like there, there was a a lot of a lot of companies dropped out because of that whole screen thing, and because Nintendo didn't want to bend on any of their any of their any of their crap. So it's like uh, nobody wanted to work with them. So now I'm hoping that you know that's that's changed, and being that we've seen Skyrim remastered, you know they're willing to play ball with other you know with other companies. Like you guys said, the the downgraded you know uh, a screen resolution and everything like that will. I guess bother some people, but uh, you know, other than that, I mean, I'm I'm excited to play Skyrim on a Nintendo console and whatever other third-party, I guess, games that they have coming out for it. That's another thing we got to talk about launch titles because that's going to be important. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Jen, given you probably have the smallest hands of anyone here, I got a two-part question <laughs> for <was> you. Hope. <laughs> uh, first is, uh, do you think it matters whether or not this thing has touchscreen capability or not? And two, the little mini side controllers, mm. could you see yourself using those, uh, honestly, in any other way than just like, a, you know, the, the, the sort of weird um, party situation that they depicted in the in, in the video uh i i can't picture myself using something that looks like the size of a stick of juicy fruit for a controller but uh, uh how about you <laughs> um well as far as touchscreen is that still rumored because i mean i haven't heard anything about that i didn't notice I, any in the i don't preview. know one way or the they other they didn't demonstrate it at all yeah but they didn't demonstrate yeah, it at no. all they haven't answered the question i'm just wondering you you own a ds would it would mm-hmm. you miss it if that was gone on this sort of a system or not at all yeah no i wouldn't miss it at all and as as far as the the little mini controllers <laughs> there is no way i would ever play those like independently from the system just in my hands yeah um it just looks so awkward i feel like my hands would cramp up like i just i, I don't know it just looks very unnatural yeah. i'm so used to a solid piece so i think 
and I have the benefit of always having a purse on me. So that like that uh, that like grip thing that they actually attach to, I could see having that on hand. Yeah. And as I said though, I'm not that much of a mobile gamer. I don't, you know, I'm not really someone who's like out and about a lot where yeah. I'm needing to game at the same time. But I could definitely see taking these, you know, on vacation, trip somewhere, you know, on a plane for sure. And in that case, I'm going to have luggage, so I might even throw in the Pro Controller. I yeah. love that that's an option, but yeah. those little things, even attached to the screen, I'm a little bit hesitant on whether I would be comfortable that way. Yeah, It's an option, but yeah, I'd, you know, as Tony said earlier, I'd really have to hold it before I'd know for sure. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you're another, uh, as, as you said, uh, I, I was going to say former, but current uh, Wii U owner. Uh, what what have you seen about the controls here that um, you know impresses you? I, I guess so, or concerns you? I, I don't really see. I, I well, as far as concerned I, I, concerns, I think holding holding the little piece sideways that that does sound like something that's going to it's going to cramp my hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For but another part of it is I I look at that and like that's that's going to be a very limited functionality like that one like you're going to have to play. That one should only be able to play like some pretty simple games. Like Mario Kart makes sense. Basketball is a little surprised, um, but it, I, I, it's it's going to be really hard for them to do that with um, with a whole bunch of games. And that's probably what they're thinking is going to be. Like this is only going to be for like the most casual of games. This is not going to be like you know get Skyrim. like oh yeah yes yeah <laughs> Skyrim. But well, but that's doesn't doesn't even have a, a multiplayer component to it, no. which it looks like. That's what this is for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey, let's let's stop playing basketball and play basketball on, on a Nintendo <laughs> yeah, Switch. Yeah. so weird. Yeah. So totally weird. I, I, something I meant to, to, to mention earlier, and it's, it's funny that after, after I mentioned the different to a PC thing, I'm bringing this up, but, like, I do wonder... Is this is this going to recreate the feel of the uh, of, of of land parties? I mean, I I haven't uh, I haven't participated in a land oh. party since I needed assistance to move my computer from X to Y, <laughs> and and now suddenly you've got a situation where you could really pull that off. You know, I mean, God knows what the networking capabilities of the of them are, what you can imagine, but damn, you could you could really very easily get a bunch of people together and and play in a way that you know people just haven't had the opportunity to short of using the you know the the online functionality uh, that that exists out there. But having you know as somebody who's played a lot of couch multiplayer and land stuff. It's a it's a different experience, and I I, th I think it's a selling point, and it's obvious that's why they've highlighted that stuff, you know, between the squid tournament thing, and the and the basketball as ridiculous as it was. Uh, can, they, we, can we use that as the title of this episode? Squid tournament. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, if I could if I could jump in, that's exactly what that pro that pro gamer thing at the end was about with the tournament and everything, and mm. and both teams are kind of sitting around in a circle and they're practicing together. Yeah. Um, I th the I think it uh I think each console only supports up to two players, but between multiple screens and depending on you know how many of your friends buy this, this could be a game changer in terms of a uh, in terms of land party. So you you do have a good point there. I think yeah. they'll I think you know the networking. I'm hoping that the networking is is easy. Um, I'm also looking for uh you know blue uh, Bluetooth support as well as uh GPS support. Yeah, to, to echo that, I could see this, you know, really working out to Nintendo's benefit as far as marketing. It, like, they wouldn't even have to market it so much. I could see this being, you know, somebody has the system, they bring it over to a party or something, and they, you know, they set it up to where, you know, you have the two controllers and you're using that. And whoever has the system says, hey, you know, if I had the docking station here, we could um, hook it up to the TV and start playing that way. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of incentivizes people like, oh, well, why don't I go out and buy one? So now when I have friends come over, we can, you know, I have docking station now we can do that. And that's, that's, you know, owners marketing the system for Nintendo. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant because yeah. like if the, if it's not the docking station that's necessarily coded to the screen, that could be huge too. Mm. Although well, as much if, as it's if, become if, a buzzword these days, it actually does add a very social element to the console. Yeah. Which, which is something that a lot of – going back to what we were talking about earlier with PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, they don't necessarily have that. It's another area where Nintendo can, if they market it correctly, can own the market. Well, yeah, I think the, the, the Xbox and PlayStation's social aspect was 
Well, it it was the corporate speak version of of uh, of social aspect. We're in, you know, it's like we've we've connected with we've made it so you can connect with social networks, so you can put this stuff up on Facebook yeah, or YouTube and Twitter, and isn't that cool? Whereas Nintendo's like, no, social means get people together, yeah, get them doing stuff together, and that's what we want. Yeah, yeah, but, no, I mean, it, it, the sky's the limit, really. Um, but 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 going back to like what I was when you know my my opinions about the uh, the controllers, like like again, I think the options there is the biggest thing. You know, Vernon, like you said, there was so much they missed on. Like there's the um, the the GameCube controller adapter for the Wii U. Yeah, yeah. There's mm-hmm. um, you know the connection with the with the 3ds to be able to use that as a control as a controller here's the problem that's just for smash brothers <laughs> yeah yeah and nothing else yeah you can yeah <laughs> like you can only ever use that for smash brothers and like and not to mention you know like nothing infuriated me more with star fox zero which by the way i haven't picked up since the day i got it because <laughs> because it be, 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 well yeah the controls yeah. The controls are absolutely horrible, and I just want to know why can't I use this pro controller? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Well, I the, the saner heads must have prevailed when they decided to design this thing. Let's just hope that 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 attitude translates to the games themselves, which is what we're going to pivot to next. Which is, uh, I think, as Vernon would would say, really, it, it's the key to all this. This this other stuff is all great stuff, but the games are everything. Um, mm-hmm. w- without going into huge detail, unless you've got a list, uh, I'd just be curious to hear what each of you see as like your, sorry, you, Tony, what, what games do you want to see on this thing? I mean, we're not going to see Halo, so I'll stop you right there, but <laughs> no, I've lost all interest in this console. Short, <laughs> short of that, I mean, what, what do you want to see on this thing? And, and you don't have to go like, you don't have to go Nintendo franchise specific unless you've got ones but what do you want to see in this thing that's gonna keep you coming back or keep people coming back i mean one i'd love to see i mean you know i've never been a big zelda player but i will definitely pick up the new one if i get this you know i shouldn't even say if i'm really strongly considering this now so i if and when i get this console i'll definitely pick up zelda we're gonna have a pre-order in place by the end of the podcast at the rate tony's (laughs) going here (laughs) but um as far, yeah, I would like to see some, and I'll probably pick up Splatoon since I obviously never had a chance to check that out, but I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to see definitely some more interesting first party titles like that from them, but yeah, I do want to see the third party support. Like, I'd love to, you know, be like that's the, the big appeal of this game is being able to take games that I would normally consider I have to go home to play this. Like, granted, okay, not Halo, but if like GTA, if I were able to take GTA 5 on the go with me, that would be amazing. Like, that I think. If they could have is if you know if in the future it's like oh um, you know whatever Fallout Five coming out for Xbox One PS4 and Nintendo Switch I mean I would and if Nintendo Switch is really that great like I'd probably consider buying it on Switch above all else mm. just for the simple fact that I could take it with me even if it is downgraded graphics I'd I'd be so fine with that just for the fact that I could take it out so yeah I mean if mm. I can see just the major you know releases coming out on this thing. From the third parties, I'd I'd be completely down with that. I'd probably use that as my primary system. Vernon, uh, do you want to focus on what you'd rather, what you think they need to do at launch, or is there, or is is there just uh, like a list of games that that would sell you on this, or or you can cover both? Uh, I know you've got some strong feelings on this, so. <laughs> um... Well, we need to know what the console is going to launch with. Uh, that that's going to be a, a big thing right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got. I'll, I'll just run through the the things that I have on my list here because there are six things that I think are really important here. Um, we'd mentioned it earlier is uh, is uh, the digital store and the games that you can play on it. If you can connect your account and uh, play the games that you already own on this console, that would be that would be fantastic. Um, you know that would actually, uh, despite there being a lack of quote-unquote backward compatibility in terms of the discs if you could play your digital games on that that would be fantastic including all of like you know the maybe even the ds titles too and your and your old like super nintendo games because i have a couple of super nintendo purchases on my wii u that i would love to download to this new to this new thing so um yeah so that um a high memory capacity it cannot be less than a terabyte at this point um on board on board I, I can't mm. I can't do it like if there was if there was 
a, a way I don't even know why the the PS4 and the Xbox One released with 500 gigs because yeah. we're past that point now. Um, games are too big now to be like you know, especially if you're downloading games. Um, and you know, this plays into the last thing that I mentioned with you know games being played via the digital store. Um, a high, high memory capacity, even if it's you know, even if it's just a, a minimum of a terabyte, that's that's got to be something that is. I think a must. Um, I mentioned GPS uh, support before, and that is specifically for Pokemon Go compatibility. Hmm. That would be a brilliant move to to get people back into that app. It'd um, almost be Pokemon... crazy not to when you think about right. it. Right, right. I mean, here in Manchester, like they have groups of people that no they're not groups they're herds of people <laughs> that are walking around downtown going to pokestops battling each other for gyms wearing the same color shirts because they're a part of what whatever team they're a part of yeah. and just it's insane i can only imagine what that would look like if everyone was walking around with nintendo switches yeah. so if you don't implement pokemon go i'm i think that that's got to be like a like one of the no-brainers at this point because it's such a moneymaker. And so um, that ties into strong launch library. Uh, they showed a new Mario game. They showed a new um, Mario Kart, uh, Legend of Zelda, and uh, Skyrim Remastered. But, it, you know, with that strong launch library, we need to know what kind of other games will be coming out with it, especially with, on the third-party uh, side of things. Yeah, they released a list of all the third-party vendors that they're working with, but that could just be, you know, people that they're sending launch kits to, uh, as um, as a Review Tech USA pointed out. Yeah. So they may not be developing, you know, games for this console as of right now. They could be just sending launch kits to them. So the next okay. thing is launch controller options uh, and accessories and things like that. If you have a lot of accessories and controller options, which I think this is going to, uh, because I, I've seen a lot of um, people do with their like with their I guess art and everything like that. They they make their own pictures where they you know put in the different kinds of controllers that you can have with it. If they have a lot of different you know controllers that you could you know launch launch with um and uh you know if you have like bluetooth support that could be even better so um the last thing and i'll i'll stop here is just some type of cross play with the 3ds um i and, th and this probably ties into the games that you buy on the digital store um not necessarily the cartridges which would make sense if you could plug in the cartridges because this is a cartridge-based system i don't think we've touched on that in this podcast yet yeah. um but uh but yeah just something to do with the 3ds yeah it, it'll be interesting to see how big the cartridges are what the what the size what the size restrictions are etc uh it's you know i i having never owned a modern one i i have to wonder you know in, in an era of uh you know 500 gig consoles uh, seeming limited <laughs> what what uh what what the practical limits are but uh yeah some good yeah. points and all, uh, with all the updates and stuff, it, it, especially with uh, you know, games and you know the companies that continuously update update their games, the updates take up just as much space. Yeah. So five hundred gig five hundred gigs is going to go fast. Yeah. 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 If I could just echo that, owning two five hundred gigabyte consoles now, especially with the Xbox One, there is nothing more furious than having to constantly down. You know, oh man, I really want to like I love the whole digital aspect of buying digitally now, not having discs. But when it comes to oh, I have to delete this and now re-download it later, like when I want to play it, it is it's infuriating. So yeah, I can I can see where where Vernon's coming from with that. But I don't know if this is maybe going a little off the rails here. But if everything's on cartridge, I mean, can they even fit something like Skyrim? Well, that's on, what I've been wondering. Like, what? And like, that's a good that point. <laughs> that's a good point. And here's and here's kind of a, a thing that I that I I wrote down here. Think of them as SD cards. Right. Because SD cards now can hold a lot of memory, and you know a, a lot of these, yeah. a lot of these games are, you know, while they're on cartridges, you know, I think they're going to be more like like the SD cards that you plug into your computer or or something like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's what it is. Yeah. There's no reason that they can't really push the boundaries of space. I mean, if we're seeing what 128s on on uh, SD, is that a is, I think like, so. yeah yeah? So I have a two I have a 256. Wow. Okay. In my phone. Like that, that's just it, <laughs> you yeah. know, and they have, and they have larger than that. So I, I can, I can see that being a thing. Yeah. I mean, I have, I, I'm looking right here at a 512 gigabyte um, SD card on Amazon. Yeah. Well, they, they, they I guess then they can do it. Yeah, Whether awesome. they go proprietary or not is another question. Oh, <laughs> please don't. Please learn from the Vita's mistakes. <laughs> uh, well, but, uh, oh, one, other, one other thing I wanted to mention about Vernon's uh, 
um, you know, his list there was, uh, again, the whole marketing aspect of it is that, yeah, if they do put Pokemon Go on there, and again, they're seeing people back on the streets, but now they're holding what looks like consoles, yeah. and people are like coming up like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're playing Pokemon Go. Oh, I thought that was something you played on your phone. No, well, now it's on the new system, Not which anymore. people don't care about. Again, getting people to market their system for them. Like, I think yeah. it's, they, I, I think they have a lot of potential with the marketing of this thing, but we'll see how they do. We've, yeah. we've seen their past experiences, but... Well, uh, Goose, short of uh, confirming Half-Life 3, uh, what what on the software front would really uh, <laughs> blow your socks off here uh, in terms of Nintendo eventually confirming launch or future software? To be honest, I feel like it's not so much necessarily what they have, but it's that they have a good variety. That was the biggest problem with the Wii U is that they had so few titles for a long time. Mm-hmm. With this system, they not only have to bring the third party – as well as their own first party, which when they do, given the example, the Wii U once, say, for example, Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, and their heavy hitters came out, they actually started to come back into the race. And I feel like that's what they need to do here. They need to have their big hitters ready at launch, as well as a plethora of third party. And going off what Vernon was talking about about memory, honest to God, if I were running this thing, I would do exactly what Bandit said, and I would make it like an SD card put the game on there, and then have a certain amount of each quote-unquote card set up for saving, updating, etc. That Mm. way it's all self-contained. Yeah, You don't have to buy a second card. You don't have to keep up with multiple cards. As long as you have your cartridge, that's all you need. Hmm. Seriously, I think we're we're all offering these free of charge, Nintendo, so... (laughs) Really? Like, like, with with what Goose suggested, I I think all that is a great idea. I think, like, um, save files should be separate but the the idea of keeping all the updates and everything on the cartridge i think that's a great idea and that'd be a huge save uh, space saver especially if like the biggest like sd card you can get these days is is 500 gigs yeah 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 there's uh there's definitely options uh, for for sure um and but we all know <laughs> we all know that they could go uh they could go a way that'll be less convenient for the consumer if if they've put their minds to it rest assured uh jen you you've uh, as we've pointed out you've owned a 2ds uh not <laughs> not sampled a lot of titles there but uh you know w- yeah. is it the nintendo for, is it the nintendo games themselves that would be the most interesting to you or is it a mixture of that and the uh multiplayer possibilities and the, and the third party stuff um you know set aside, setting aside the fact that you've you know sort of stated this is going to be a home console for you primarily mm. what what sort of games are you looking for the most from them i i mean it's like goo said i really need a good variety too different types for different moods i'm i'm very much a mood gamer i could play all different kinds and it's all just depending on what i feel like playing that day mm. so i'm not s- sold just because they show, showed skyrim and I won't be completely sold because they show Zelda and Mario Brothers. You know, I need a variety to really get me to spend money on this console. I already have a PS4. I'm definitely getting an Xbox One at some point. So while I do love seeing, you know, a, a big title like Skyrim on there, I, I also need the other stuff. And I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. This is crazy. But I've never played a Zelda game. I've never touched one. Hmm. Like not even for a couple of minutes at a friend's house. And I really want to, so that would be one of the top titles that I would for sure jump on if I were to get this. Yeah. Um, I do unless want they're Mario. crazy, they should have access to a lot of the older Zelda titles too. That that, that would yeah. be a priority. I mean, I do need the Mario game just for nostalgia reasons. I need Mario Kart and just like the classic Super Mario Brothers. That would be really fun. But I am a little bit suspicious. Call me jaded at this point, but. It, I loved seeing Skyrim on there, a big title like that, a big, you know, pretty game. The thought of playing it on this little console where before it would have been, you know, Animal Crossing. <laughs> but I'm a little bit suspicious about, like, yes, it's remastered, but Skyrim is an older game. Could they actually have brand new, you know, like, okay, the next Fallout that comes out or the next Elder Scrolls that comes out? Is it going to come out right when it comes out for PS4 and Xbox, or are they always going to be kind of behind? Yeah. And when's, I, I don't when's, know. The, I feel when's the Pip Boy edition that. coming out too? That's another important <laughs> question. 
Yeah, that's a good sure. point because we we don't know exactly like you know that that long list of of third party developers you know that could that could change like you know it's, that doesn't mean that they're that they're working on games for the the Wii U yeah. excuse me the Wii U the the Switch um, so <laughs> it's not even it's not even like we can we can trust that right now which is why yeah. we need a list of what's going to yeah. be available at launch yeah. and I mean th- this is happening in March so it's right around the corner if you wow. think about it it's it's not I even like they... yeah well i mean they don't have a specific date in march but they specifically said march 2017 so they could push it back who knows um but yeah that's not guaranteed the 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 list of third parties there and i'm wondering if you know if we'll get a lot of the same games like Jen was saying a lot of the same games as the other consoles are getting or if it's just going to be like a delay or something and then they'll just end up being canceled like the Wii U yeah I'm more interested in knowing who's going to be supporting it after the first year and the second year. Yeah. Yeah. As interesting as <laughs> the launch important. is and important, if if they're not sticking around and they've jumped ship and abandoned it like they did the Wii U, well, this is all for nothing. Um, uh, Brian, for you, software priorities, are they first party, third party, just good games? Oh, well, here's the thing. I it, It's a Nintendo console at the right price. I'm getting it, and I'm getting whatever Zelda game comes with it. I might get the <laughs> Mario game. Uh, probably get Mario Kart, um, you know, and the inevitable Smash Brothers that comes with it. Oh, of course. But I will say, if it if the, if it does, like, if, if they do get the third-party support we want, or even if it doesn't get that level of support, if the games are on par on that console... As, like with what they are on the other consoles, to me the choice is going to be I want the Switch version. I want the one I can take with yeah. me. So I definitely want third-party options on there. And if you know if it's getting the third-party support, if it's getting and and, it, and it's and it's getting good ports of these games, it's going to be my go-to console. Mm-hmm. Hmm, cool. Actually, you bring up a you bring up a good point there. Um, Smash Bros. is traditionally a four-player game, but they're saying that each Switch console is up to two players only. Yeah, but yeah. you can get well. Okay, maybe, I mean, do they make it clear that it's that that's just on? Is that just, like you know, what, what about the dock? The and once you dock it, does it yeah. become a four-player system at that point? That's that's I'm good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, that, 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 I don't have any info on that, but yeah, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, I mean they they were definitely making it clear that you know it was two players on each screen when it's disconnected. But I find it very hard to believe that you know with Mario Kart that they they don't find a way to to make up at least up to four controllers compatible with the docking station yeah right yeah and and that's that's something else like i'm that i think is is happening here you know that that dock does not exist just to transfer the um the game from the little handheld to the tv like i'm pretty sure like if if you're going to have a graphical quality on par with the systems that are already in play you've got to have some major hardware that does not fit in that little tablet so what I think hap- what I think happens with that is you plug in that switch like that the, you plug in the the little screen that has the game and that will connect it to whatever hardware is in the dock which is more powerful mm-hmm. than whatever's in the little screen. Does the upscaling perhaps and all that? That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I mean, it, we didn't mm-hmm. get a, I didn't get a good shot of the width of it or anything, so it's hard to kind of see. What what's actually could be in there, how thick it is, or well, whether there's I, more I, I will I will say this: one thing that definitely was detrimental to the Wii, the original Wii, especially when the uh, the when the classic controller came out, you know, it one thing that really held it, it held games back from it was the um, the graphical quality because it basically meant you had to make two different versions of the game, mm. you know, and or maybe third if you were making a PC port, you know, you so you um. And and eventually the, the these guys these companies were like okay look we, we don't want to put in this much work you know it's putting our games behind and you know we want to get them out as quickly as possible which you know that second one is not a good mindset but we're, mm. we're not here to discuss that um, <laughs> and so, and I think if if they run into that if they have that situation again that's that's going to drive these companies away yeah yeah good point it, it says that the uh, it's a custom Tegra processor. 
Uh, I'm just reading from the official announcement. The high-efficiency scalable processor includes NVIDIA GPU based on the same architecture as the world's top-performing GeForce gaming graphic cards, whatever that means. Okay. So wow. that I, I can't see whatever it takes to, to run that processor fitting in that little screen. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna need to put that in the dock and put a lesser processor in the screen itself. Yeah. Well, that's gonna mean, be in, yeah. It's going to be interesting I, to find if, a... Yeah. If I'm wrong and they can fit it all into that screen, good for them. Yeah. I mean, that just makes it even better. Yeah, yeah. Then it also it becomes, means that things are going to heat up. Yeah, then it becomes more <laughs> a question of like, uh, what what lead gloves do you need to, to wear to play this thing? <laughs> I think they've already said the battery life is like three hours. Oh, I which, was going to ask about that. It's, I mean, th- that's yeah. honestly not terrible. Yeah. I think as long as they make it easy to plug it in, you know. Well, I want to know how many like different ways can you charge it? Will it be USB and AC and maybe on the charging dock? Like, will all three charge it, or is it yeah. just the dock, or what? I mean, what I'm kind of hoping is they is there's like a USB option, like maybe not necessarily like like the kind you can use for your phone, but like the kind you plug into the computer. Mm. So that way, like I've got I've got yeah. a charging. Brand. So, like, let's say I am on the road and I want to play for more than three hours. I could just plug it into my charging brick and get power that way. Yeah, yeah. a lot of airports have that now where it's strictly either it's you can either plug it in uh, via USB or like a, you know, I, I, the the prongs. I'm, I'm so stupid. What, what are they called? <laughs> they call AC? You mean, you mean yes. like the standard plug in the wall? The standard plug, the standard plug for it. They, a, lot of them, a lot of the airports oh. have. Sorry? AC power, yeah. There we go. There we go. Thank you. It's yeah. oh boy. Um, so yeah, it, a lot of airports now have the USB and AC plugins to where you can choose either one. Um, a lot of people hog them, but uh, <laughs> my bitterness aside, uh, yeah, like you know, it's it it makes it even better. So either way, you'll be able to you know charge it and play on the go. It's great. Hell, there's even a lot of airplanes. Like like the planes themselves have those ports. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah they do. Yep, seen those before. Well, uh, sort of uh, tagging up on some of those unanswered question locks, uh, questions, um, with a view towards wrapping up, I'll ask each of you, what's your, what's, your, we've got a few unanswered questions from the region lock situation to the touch, touch screen to the power storage, et cetera, et cetera. Just wondering from each of you quickly, what's you, what's your biggest unanswered question? Like, what do you want an answer on most of all? For you personally, and how strongly are you actually considering the console uh, based on what we know at the moment? Uh, how about you, Tony? Uh, well, the thing that we can know is price, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I guess more or less, what are the options? Because I have a feeling they're not going to be like, you buy this you buy this one bundle and you get everything. It's like, you can buy this and the base or not, doesn't come with the pro controller. Mm. But above all else, yeah, the, the price of just the base system. Yeah, uh, would be my number one uh, concern. Uh, and sorry, your second question was so how strongly are you considering it? I I am to be I, I if I haven't made that apparent enough. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't already know. Because um, I'm 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 really with Ryan on this that like I can see this as mobile like you know just portable PS4 placed you know uh, PlayStation Xbox gaming on the go essentially if they can get the same kind of third-party support where again it's like you know like when you hear all of the major releases like nowadays like titanfall and all, you know all the big major players that aren't first-party exclusives it's always on xbox one or ps4 i just i would love to see this thing get to or you know get to the point where it's like every single big third-party release that's not exclusive is coming to it's it's just known off the bat it's going to come to xbox one it's going to come to ps4 and it's going to come to um to nintendo switch um, that's what I really want to see, but uh, sorry, I'm kind of veering from the point, but yeah, I, I definitely am really considering buying this thing. Yeah. Vernon, uh, how high is it up on your maybe list and uh, what, what's your single biggest sort of unanswered question that you want to know, um, with a view towards that? What is it going to launch with in terms of games? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What is it going to, what is it going to launch with? And, um, it, it's, it's high on my radar now. Um, I if it works out well, like you guys have been saying, it could be like the main console uh, that I that I use. So with that, uh, you know, I'll I'll leave it at that. Just uh, I'm hoping that, you know, it works out as well as they say it will and that they throw in a couple more things and just make it as good as they can make it to draw people in. Yeah. How about you, Goose? 
think my biggest question, much like Tony said, not just the price of the console, but the price of the peripherals. For example, how much is that tablet going to cost if something happens to it? And as a secondary question, what is that made of? Are we talking Gorilla Glass, or is that going to be you know, the, the flimsiest thing in the world? Cause going back to earlier, if they do, if you do end up letting your kid play it, and let's be honest, kids drop a lot of stuff. Let's be clear, if it drops and shatters, how much does it cost to replace it? Yeah. Or are yeah. you just buying a new console? Yeah, it's, hard, it? it's hard to picture that thing with something resembling a phone case actually slotting into that dock, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? I, hold on. I just wanted to quickly interject too, that because I think Vernon was actually bringing this up when he first bought his Wii U. Is that weren't you saying, Vernon, that you can't actually buy a replacement Wii U gamepad? Right. Yeah, the gamepad they only sell it separately in Japan, and uh, they were supposed to bring it over here, uh, but I guess that was before they decided to jump ship on the Wii U. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you can only the console only supports two tablets and you can only buy them in japan which sucks because i'm not sure if the regent locks is lock works on that particular thing who knows jeez um how about you jen uh how likely a purchase do you think this would be for you and what's what what unanswered uh item is is the key for you here well i'm i'm 50 50 right now i could go either way i'm just gonna you know patiently wait and see for me, the big things I can't just narrow it down to one, but the big the big things are price, like Tony said, and like Vernon said, release date library. But regardless, I'll wait past release date because I want to see what the following months are like as far mm-hmm. as releases after that. Yeah, you know whether other new titles are coming or not. That'll be a big deal. And also, like I don't even know how this is gonna work. Like, are we gonna have a proper? Um, like a desktop like we do on PS4 where you can take screenshots and send them to friends and message with friends and have, you know, voice chats over PSN. Like, I just kind of wonder how all that's going to work. Yeah. Interface is and I feel uh, like if interesting it's, too. Yeah. Yeah. If it's very like kind of dumbed down, then it wouldn't ever be my pro, you know, my, my big console because I have a PS4 and I'll have an Xbox and those are like exactly what I want right now. So yeah. well, they're going to have to win people for still. Well, I figure that uh, this will probably have something to switch your mind. Wow. <laughs> Can we mute Vernon? Well, the, good, the, good, the, good the good news is, dear viewer, the, the podcast is almost over. Uh, Brian, what do you, what do you think the uh, likelihood of you uh, being there uh, early and uh, what, what are you most concerned about in terms of what hasn't been uh, answered just yet? Well, I think the... The, the the biggest question I want answered now is like 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 Tony and and everyone else really said like the the price because it's Nintendo it has games I'm gonna want so I'm gonna buy it I just want to know what's it gonna cost me mm. you know um as far as like a good launch library I think it would be nice to see to see to see something like that with it um and uh and then that's really gonna depend on the the third party developers. Uh, you know, d- d- re- figuring out what they can do with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think again, like it's it's Nintendo. You know, it's gonna have Zelda. It'll hopefully eventually have another good Metroid game. Oh, that'd um, be nice. <laughs> it's gonna have Smash Brothers. It's it's gonna have Mario Kart. And that was another thing I just realized. This is this is something you know my wife would love. Like you know, we go on a vacation. We take this thing with us. We can play Mario Kart together when we don't feel like going outside. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's me. I um, I I'm I find myself kind of like Vernon, surprised how much this has uh, grabbed my attention. And you know, as somebody who hasn't bought uh, a Nintendo console for a long time and had a Wii for five minutes and moved on, and a, uh, I actually can could see myself buying this next year, if not at launch, then uh, then at, at a at a later date. It, it's it's going to come down to the games, but. Um, I think for me that the single biggest uh, unanswered question for me is how's the digital store going to look? Uh, yeah. previ- previous iterations have been bad. Customer service has been bad. User interface has been bad. Their attitude and their pricing p- uh, decisions and stuff have been bad. The inconsistency from region to region, if they're still going to stick with that, has been bad. Th- there's nothing 
There's nothing with Nintendo Store that couldn't be fixed by burning the thing to the ground and starting over. I hope they take that <laughs> attitude because there is literally no good takeaway from the previous systems there. Uh, with well, the exception of, of, of games that people already own, that would be nice to carry across. The rest of it, they should start over and do it right because their digital store sucks. And that, and I, I'm not saying that Sony and Microsoft have got a great one, but theirs looks so much better by comparison. Nintendo has got to get into the the current decade with uh, with this stuff. They're they're just a mess with digital yeah. store. Preach. And you know, going off uh, something uh, Goose said earlier, and like you, you kind of alluded to it, Jeff. Like one thing I, I definitely noticed with this is like this is definitely innovation. But unlike motion controls and touchscreen controls, this is not innovation for the sake of innovation. This is somebody saw a problem and said, how can I fix this? Yeah. Well, I hope they have that same attitude to the digital store, not not to continue. (laughs) Oh, God, I hope so. Yeah, because it's just just painfully bad. And uh, this is a system that, to me, provided a storage situation is sensible. And that's asking a lot. Uh, If they get the storefront right... Like, there's a lot of back catalog. I mean, we don't have to talk about how big this back catalog is. It's huge. If they get it right, we're, we're going to descend on it like vultures to a carcass. They just, they've got to get it oh right. Oh, my God. It'll be sold out day one. <laughs> um, I will say this. I will say this. One thing I, I would not be opposed to, if they can fit the technology into this thing, but don't force it down everybody's throat, you could easily have... Um, Wii U and Wii backwards compatibility with what they have right now, what they've already shown us. If it really? if it has like motion and touch technology built into it, if it doesn't, well, it's too late. Yeah. But it's it's definitely an option they could explore if it's there. And if yeah. it's there, it's probably something they've considered. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks everybody. Um, I, w- I wanted to get a fairly big and eclectic group for this. Um, even even though you know really we haven't had much to go on other than a few brief announcements in a three minute video, lot to digest there. Uh, maybe we'll have to schedule this for <laughs> what March next year. <laughs> one one or two of us might actually have a, a working copy that we can uh, expound on. So <laughs> thanks again, everybody. And as I mentioned up the top, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Enthusiax or follow us on YouTube channel Enthusiax for all our video content. Uh, let's plays and uh, soon to be more dragon rages on the way uh, you can join in our forum up at the top, top right hand corner of enthusiax.com the link there to join in the discussions in the forum our email address for the, this podcast is pointstreak at enthusiax.com if you have any questions feedback or suggestions uh, thanks again to my guests uh, Tony, Vernon, Goose, Jen and Brian Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again on the next episode of Point Streak. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you.